Amen. I hope that you have that concept of God that He is greater. Say that over your life right now. God is greater. He's greater than whatever you're facing, whatever adversity. He's greater than your problems. He is the answer to your problems. Amen. I'm thankful to be in a place where I can find answers and where God can touch my life. Great presence of the Lord's here. Why don't you take a moment and turn and welcome somebody that's near you. If you don't know who they are, introduce yourself and make them welcome at Greater Life Church. privilege to be in the house of the Lord. As you are aware by now, our evangelist is not with us today. Brother Edwards had a previous commitment for a church anniversary that could not be rescheduled, but he will be back next weekend. And so it gave me the opportunity to address our church this Sunday morning And I feel like it's God-ordered, so I'm not going to argue with God about how He works things out. I just want to be open to what God is doing. Earlier um, in the, the year, December began to really seek the Lord for direction for our church and what God would have in store for us. I felt like this was going to be a year of great uh, things in many ways. One thing, we're supposed to get our demolition permit this coming week, so praise God for that little victory. And uh, perhaps by the end of the week, we will have our permit to begin pouring parking and getting that part of our project going, but we're grateful for where God has us, what he's doing, but I want to be in tune with him. If I've ever wanted to hear the voice of the Lord, it's now, and um, I feel like the Lord has been talking to all of us, but in seeking the Lord and direction for this coming year, some of the things that were going through my mind were... God, what do we need to put emphasis on and where do we need our attention focused? I know there's a, there are a lot of attention desiring things, but what do we need to give our attention to and what deserves the focus of our energies and how are we going to move into this opportunity that you have given us in this new year? 
And as I was thinking about that, the Lord quickened this passage of Scripture to me. And as I began to meditate on it, God began to speak to me from it. Ephesians chapter 5. I'm going to begin reading in verse number 14. Ephesians chapter 5 and verse number 14. He said, Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepeth, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. See then that you walk circumspectly, Not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. If you would permit me, let me read that from the Amplified Bible. Therefore, he says, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall shine or make the day dawn upon you. And give you light. Look carefully then how you walk. Live purposely and worthily and accurately. Not as the unwise and the witless, but as wise, sensible, intelligent people. Making the very most of the time. Buying up. Each opportunity, because the days are evil. And it was from that that God began to speak to me about what this year was going to be for Greater Life Church. Join hands with somebody. Let's pray together right now. Father, we love you. We need you to speak to us right now. I need more than a I need the anointing of your spirit to rest upon me and give me the words to say to this congregation that will help lift us and point us in the direction that you would want us to go. I pray for your blessings and your anointing upon every heart. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And everybody said, Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, This is the year of opportunity. Say it again. This is the year of opportunity. Say it again. This is the year of opportunity. Clap your hands to the Lord and you may be seated. Praise God. Amen. It's good to see Martin Prine here today. Brother Prine is responsible for Brother James Brown being in church. One of the first that came uh, to us when we came to Greater Life. What a great man Brother Brown is. And this man is responsible for being a witness. Amen. I cannot even begin to tell you what I have sensed in the Holy Ghost and what I have felt the Lord speaking to me. At times it has been more than I could, uh, I, I could process. I realize my limitations and some of the things that 
I felt the Lord speaking to me were far beyond anything that I was capable of understanding fully and 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 grasping with my mind and my spirit. It was more than just a wild imagination or wishful thinking, but it was something deep and something stirring that God began to speak to me concerning this coming year. And what we needed to understand about 2019 was that it was going to be a unique year for us as a church in many respects. But it was the word of the Lord that declared over me that day and that word began to reverberate in my heart that this is the year of opportunity. Redeeming the time is the phrase that is used in scripture and yet If you'll bear with me for a few moments, we're going to go through and examine what that phrase actually says. Out of the text that we read, there are two words that emerge. One of them is redeeming. Everybody say redeeming. Redeeming. Somebody understand this morning with me the power of the word redeeming. And then the word is time. I want to begin with that word. Time is precious, and I think all of us would agree that it is probably one of the most precious commodities that we have. I think because we are limited in our amount of time, our days are numbered, and so we cannot just go through life carelessly, but we must go with purpose. It is precious because it is limited, and we must make the most of it. The value of time is is calculated not in monetary tone or terms, but in eternal terms. We need a fresh revelation of how important and significant our time is. We need men and women who were as the children of Issachar, who understood the time. They understood the time, not the hour or the moment or the day of the year, but they understood the season of time. They understood the events of that hour. They understood the happenings that were going on. They were tuned to something in a different realm than the natural was concerned. And they saw beyond what natural eye could see. And they realized the significance of where they were and what that moment in time represented to Israel. And because they understood the time, the scripture said that they knew what Israel ought to do. When we really understand what God is saying to us when he talks about time, it is important that we grasp what he is saying because when we understand that, then we know what our actions must be that follow. We know what to do. We know what needs to be accomplished and what needs to be committed to and what needs to be accomplished by God's help. It is by the word of the Lord that we come today to look again at what he is challenging us as a church. And we must do more than just see, but we must perceive. 
In the New Testament, there are two main words that are used for time. One of them is chronos, which speaks of the sequence of moments or the linear progression of time. The moments, the seconds, the hours, the days, the years, and they're marked off on a calendar. But there is another term, karaos, that speaks of time, not in reference to days or months or years, but in seasons of time, in a particular period of time, one that has been divinely appointed. And because it has been divinely appointed, it has been divinely anointed. And when we understand time in that context, that when God talks to us about redeeming the time, he is not talking about just two 2019, but he is talking about this of life that God has given to us. And in its most basic sense of understanding, it repoints, it, it points to a decisive place, a decisive time, a decisive situation where things are determined for eternity and actions are required and suitable actions for what is before us. It is a unique interval in which something special has happened or is going to happen. And the undertone of it all is that it is divinely ordained and ordered. It is a divinely ordained and ordered period or season of life. It is God-given. It is heaven-sent. And it is spirit-ordained. And when I come to you this morning to tell you that we live in a very important time, I'm not talking about the year of 2019, but I'm talking about a season that God has stamped with his approval and he has put his signature on and he is packed full of miraculous and sovereign works of his spirit. And if you and I can just grasp that and take hold of it, God said, I will show you things. I will be things to you that you cannot even imagine. I will Show myself strong on your behalf. Hallelujah. Time is thus referenced as a season that is unique in its time, in its place. It is a kind of opportunity, not of seconds and moments, but of a season that is furnished. That's what you have to understand about time in this reference. It is not just an hour, but it is an hour that has been filled and furnished and provided with every necessary thing for you to fulfill the purpose for which God has brought you to that moment. It is not just another day, but it is the day the Lord hath made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. I would to God that we could awaken this morning and realize that it's not just January 2019 but it is the year of opportunity for Greater Life Church that God has opened the doors of heaven to us and he has said I put everything in this year things you cannot even imagine miracles and wonders and signs I have put into this year things that you have prayed for and you have asked me for and I have Put them in this season of life for you. 
Hallelujah. Everybody said the year of opportunity. The year of opportunity. It's going to be an opportunity for you to grow. It's going to be an opportunity for you to get out of your comfort zone. It's going to be an opportunity for you to do something for somebody else. Get your eyes off of yourself and get it on your community. People that are around you. I am believing that God is going to open some doors for some of you to minister in your community that you never thought would be possible. But God's going to open a door because he put in this year the saving of that soul and the saving of that soul and the destiny of that child and the destiny of that couple. And he's brought them in rendezvous with your life at some point in this year. And it's up to us to reach out and take hold of it and say, I claim it every promise every word everything you have put in this year i lay claim to it today in jesus name in jesus name somebody say it's the right time the right time that's what carol says it's the right time you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this And it must be boldly grasped if we are going to enjoy what God has put in it. When I began to think about that and the Lord began to talk to me about it, it began to push me to limits that I, I'm not, I'm not comfortable with because when I, I reach those limits, I tend to fall back on myself and my own abilities. And God said, this is where you're going to have to trust me. I'm going to take you places that you're not even ready. You're you're not even qualified to go in yourself, but I'm going to qualify you and I'm going to put you in that place and I'm going to put you in that situation. I'm going to bring you in contact with that person. I'm going to order those steps because I can do things with you that you can't do with yourself. Hallelujah. I felt the Holy Ghost when I just said that. God's going to do some things with you this morning and this coming year that you've tried to do for yourself and you've not been able to do. But God said, if you'll just let me do it, if you'll surrender to me, if you'll just yield to me, I'll use you in a way you cannot even imagine that I can use you. I'll become the voice that speaks through you. Hallelujah. Amen. It's a year of opportunity. I declare that it's not just a random year, but a fixed time that God's going to manifest himself in supernatural ways. The reason I believe that is because if God would fix time for the manifestation of his word, and the scripture says he does, and if God would fix time for the revelation of himself in flesh, and the Bible said that he did, when the fullness of time was come, When the fullness of time was come, if the kingdom of God coming near was for a specific time, if God would set a time for the outpouring of the Holy Ghost, then I believe that he has also ordered a season for greater life church that's going to open doors to us that we have been trying to get open for years and we couldn't get them to budge. But God said, if you'll just trust me and you'll walk 
with me and you will redeem the time. You will take advantage of every opportunity. You'll buy up every second of this year. You'll sell yourself out to me this year. I'll do things that you cannot do. Amen. When the Lord spoke to me, he also spoke this to me. He said, this is going to be a year of opportunity, but many of them are going to come disguised as adversities. I need to say that again. He said, it's going to be a year of opportunity for Greater Life Church, but it's also going to be a year of adversity. And adversity is going to try to hide the opportunity that I have put there. The devil doesn't want you to get where God's trying to get you. The devil doesn't want your family to experience what God wants you to experience. The devil doesn't want you to get back to that place of prayer and and commitment and dedication that you've been at. God doesn't, or the devil doesn't want you to get there. So he's going to put every kind of roadblock in your way that he can. There's going to be adversity that's going to rise up don't fight the adversity just realize that beyond that adversity is an opportunity that's greater than your adversity and whatever is beyond that adversity is going to be worth whatever you have to do to get through it it's going to be worth whatever you have to do to plow ahead and move on to what God has prepared for you Amen. Paul said it like this, for a great door and effectual is open unto me. And there are many adversaries. Sometimes we get so caught up with what's against us that we forget what's for us. More than that, who's for us? Amen. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. If I go into this year living in that knowledge, then it doesn't matter what the enemy tries to put in my path to try to stop me. I'm just going to march right on. I'm going to keep going right through it. Somebody say adversity is not going to stop me. Adversity is not going to stop me. If we're going to experience this opportunity this year, it is not going to be without adversity. Amen. And that's the reason it's going to take a great deal of faith to walk by faith. There's going to be times when you're going to feel so dry and you're going to wonder, did God really speak to me or not? You just keep walking. Amen. You just keep walking because on the other side of that dry spell is an outpouring, a blessing that you cannot even contain. Just keep on going. Man, keep on going. Doors that will open and many opportunities that are going to be disguised with adversity. Number two, he said it will take courage to accomplish what I am calling you to do. You're going to have to stretch You're going to have to get out of your comfort zone. You're going to have to learn how to trust me all over again. You're going to have to learn how to walk by faith and not by sight. You're going to have to understand that I have given you the land, but you only possess what you walk on. I'm going to give you the kingdom, but how much of the kingdom are you going to possess? 
however much you're going to put yourself into accomplishing. I'm going to pour myself in. I'm going to give more than I've ever given. And it's going to take a great deal of courage. You're going to have to get up in the morning and say, you know what? We're going to do it in Jesus' name. We're going to do it because he called us to do it in Jesus' name. How are we going to get through? I don't know, but God's going to get us through because he called us to this moment. Amen. The third thing, he said it will take determination to see it fulfilled because there will be obstacles to be overcome. There will be setbacks to be, to, to deal with. You will find that it's not an easy path to follow. But if you will follow me, he said, if you will take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of the Lord and pray always in all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance. Amen. I'll give you the victory. I'll give you the overcoming power that it's needed. He said it's going to require a lot of effort. You're going to have to plow through some hard stuff to get it to where it can receive the seed for harvest. There's some ground out there that we've been working on that's about as hard as that concrete out there. And when it's that hard, you have to really work to break it up. you got to keep plowing and plowing and plowing and plowing. But if you'll keep going, God said, I'll give you the harvest. I'll give you an increase. There's some people that have been walked, marked off as, as burnt over territory. And, and there's some things that you've been... You, you've marked off in life. It's just, you know what? That's too hard. It's too difficult. But God said, there's nothing too hard for me. Get your plow out and start breaking the ground up because the ground can produce if you get it in the right condition. Amen. Amen. The question is, how are we going to respond to our opportunity? And the word that Paul used is the word that we must use. Redeem. Everybody say redeem. We've got to buy it up. We've got to purchase it. And the indication is that it's a very personal thing. This is not something that the church as a body is going to do corporately, but what we're going to do individually to improve it for great and important purposes. I must employ it to the highest good. I must appropriate it. I must seize the day. I must lay hold of the promise. I must prophesy those things over my family, over my home, over my job. I've got to get up in the morning and say, this is the year of opportunity. I've got to look trouble in the face and say, this is the year of opportunity. I've got to look every obstacle, every adversity, every devil, every demon in the face. And this is the year of opportunity. This is the year that God has filled with his blessings for my life. Amen. And I must lay hold of it as a jewel that is found and bought for whatever price that needs to be paid. It's a personal thing. Everybody say it's a personal thing. It's personal. It's between you and God. Redeeming is between you and God. To avail yourself of what God has offered you and make it your own. I don't want to just read 
promises in general. I want to read them with my name attached to them. I want to read them with my family connected to them. I want to go through this book this year and I want to read this word. And when it says we, I want to say I. And when it said they, I want to say my family or your family. I want to declare it because when I declare it, it becomes so. Amen. God releases that word in my life to accomplish its purpose. So we can't afford to waste it. Not a second of it. Not a moment of it. Don't let it simply pass you by. Don't let it come and go and look back at the end of this year and say, man, it went by so quickly. When we get to December of 2019, I want us to look back and I want us to see things that we didn't even know could happen that happened this year. We didn't even know God could reach that person and God reached that person. We didn't know God could provide that means, but he did. We didn't know there was a job that good. We didn't know there was a promise that great. We didn't know that God could do the thing that he did. But when we look back, we see that it was truly the year of opportunity. Amen. And therein lies the urgency of what I feel today. We must redeem it. We must redeem it. We must lay claim to it ourselves and say, God, you're not talking to anybody else, but this is, this is my, this is my year of opportunity. Some of you want to do something for God. This is your year to do it. Some of you want to be used of God. This is your year to be used of God. Some of you have been praying that God would do some things in your life. This is your year for God to do those things. You've got to claim it. You've got to begin to confess it. You've got to begin to declare it and speak it every day. Get up and say, this is my year of opportunity. This is the year that God... God's already provided. That's what the word opportunity means. It is that moment in time when the door opens and the tide is right and the winds are right. The word comes from a Latin term that was used in navigation to speak of that moment in time when the tide was moving in and and, and the boat could move into the harbor and find its place of, of docking. And that's what opportunity is. It's that moment in time where the winds are right. The tides are right. Everything's moving in our way and our favor. And then it's time to strike. Then it's time to move. Then it's time to say, okay, this is my moment. This is my time to do something for God. Stand with me if you will. Amen. A year of opportunity. Not just opposition, which I know we will have. Not just adversity, which is part of the territory. But a year of opportunity. A year of opportunity. God's going to stretch some of us farther than we even think we can be stretched. And I'm already feeling that. Amen. I feel God stretching me in ways that I can't even comp- I-, I can't even explain to you. What I sense in the Holy Ghost. When we come into this place and we begin to worship, there's something that changes in the atmosphere of this place. And all of a sudden, miraculous power, healings, deliverance, the stirring of people. 
I'm hearing, I'm getting calls on a weekly basis of, of people saying, Brother, you, you will not believe who I ran into. You will not believe who called me. You will not believe who asked me to pray for them. You will not believe. And I say, yes, yes, I believe because that's what God has promised. That's what God said. I have promised you. I'm going to open up the windows of heaven and I'm going to pour out, pour out. Amen. It's the year of opportunity for all of us. There's no limit to what God can do in us this year. Only what we place on Him. However far our hands can reach. Amen. Whatever we can hunger for. He that hungers and thirsts after righteousness shall be filled. Amen. I have been stirred this past few months over the promise that God gave Israel when they came to the promised land. And I've got my maps out and I've tried to go back and mark the boundaries. I wish I had a map to show you tonight. But God laid out the dimensions. He said from here to the Euphrates from here to the mountains of Lebanon, to the Mediterranean Sea, from the desert down by Egypt. He said, I've given this to you. I've given this to you. And wheresoever the sole of your feet shall trod, that shall be yours. And to me, it's... A tragedy. Maybe, maybe I misunderstand something, but if you go draw the borders of Israel, they're only about a third of what God had promised Israel when they came to that point of promise. Amen. I, I don't want to get through 2019 and only have a third of what God put in this year. I can't even, I wish I had a way to just show you a word picture. I could stuff this with everything I could until it was about to burst. And that would be what God has put into 2019. But what I get out of it is only going to be what I reach for. What are you going to reach for? Amen. What are you hungry for? What do you want God to do more than anything else? This is your year of opportunity to see that happen. Amen. Some of you feel a call on your life. Some of you don't know what to do with that call. God's going to help you find direction. He's going to help give you direction in that calling this year. Amen. Reach over and take somebody by the hand right now. Take them by the hand and pray with me right now. God, awaken us to this hour. Let us not sleep through this moment of time. That brought us to the kingdom for such a time as this. You brought us to the kingdom for this moment. God, help us right now to seize this day. To lay hands on what you have given us. 
the year of opportunity. There is no limit to what you can do in our lives, Lord. There is no limit to what you are able to do, God. The miracles, the glory, the majesty of your presence that's going to fill our lives. Our homes, yes, I the transformation that's going to take place. Oh God, be. help us today. I'll say yeah. Help us today, Lord. Help us today, Lord. Lord, I agree. Help I us today, Lord. 